Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I'm your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually with our guest scorekeeper, Lucas Hauser. How are you doing today, Lucas? I'm doing great, Matthew. Um, very grateful for this opportunity to be an extremely impartial scorekeeper, um, and I'm excited to see what our contestants can do. Fantastic. Well, let's meet them. This is our first quarterfinal of our end of year tournament of champions. And so in our first quarterfinal, we have Oliver. Hi, um, I'm Oliver. Do you want to say something besides yeah. your name? Um, yeah, I, I'm very uh, excited to be back on the show. Um, I am currently a uh, Fulbright Scholar in um, Tallinn, Estonia. I'm studying music composition and conducting um, and having a having a good time. Um, I'm a big uh, Matthew Cook enthusiast. Well, thank you, Oliver, for being on the show again. And we also have Frey. Hello, my name is Frey. I am a Pomona class of 2021. Um, I'm currently working right now as an English teaching assistant in Madrid. Um, and I have a, a green tea with me, a nice budget green tea. Fantastic. Well, thank you both for being here once again. As with all of our regular episodes, we'll have four rounds of questions, each with a slightly different format. And so without further ado, Lucas will explain the rules for round one. Round one is our first general knowledge round, consisting of five multiple choice questions for each player's. Correct answers are worth 10 points each this round. All righty, Oliver, you are up first. Are you ready? No. Yes, yes. Okay. Question one. Which of the following cell parts is found in plant cells, but not in animal cells? A, the cell wall, B, mitochondria, or C, plasma membrane? So the cell wall. That's correct. Plant cells have a cell wall to provide protection and structural support to the cell. Question two, which of the following states has the fewest counties? A, Hawaii, B, Rhode Island, or C, Delaware? <laughs> um, I'm going to, okay, I have no idea, but I'm going to, I'm going to assume that, I'm just going to, I'm going to explain my reasoning real quickly. I think that Hawaii probably has a lot of counties because they have a lot of islands. Um, so I'm going to go with Rhode Island. It was actually Delaware. Oh. Delaware, <laughs> Delaware only has three counties. Oh, wow. Um, Hawaii and Rhode Island have five. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So one for each there island. There must be like multiple islands then on like. Yeah, like one. each of the each of the main islands is like a county and then a few of the smaller islands kind of get grouped into each of the five. It's just like how they have, uh, have an interstate, even though you can't actually drive from Hawaii to any other state. Well, not with that attitude, you can't. <laughs> Question <laughs> three. <laughs> Question three. Where was Napoleon exiled in 1815 after his death, after defeat at the Battle of Waterloo? Oh, I a, sorry. A, Go. Elba, B, St. Helena, or C, Corsica? St. Helena. That's correct. Elba was where he was exiled the first time, um, and then he escaped. But St. Helena was... I ask was... a question? Mm -hmm. Is St. Helena... An... It's an island, right? Yep, it's an island. It's in the <laughs> South Atlantic. Really, oh, really, okay. really far from anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you had that question because I would have very confidently answered Corsica. So, <laughs> but the, the distinctly wrong answer. 
um, exactly. all the way yes. <laughs> Question four. Earth Realm, Out Realm, and the Nether Realm are all major locations in what fighting game series famous for its gratuitous violence and intense gore? Um, A, Killer okay. Instinct, B, Mortal Kombat, or C, Biofreaks? Uh, Mortal Kombat. That's correct. That was I, I keep almost answering these question. before you can the answer. <laughs> well, that's good. You know oh my answer. gosh. <laughs> um, that was an amazing question, obviously. And finally, question five. Which author won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1950, 1950 and is the only Nobel laureate born in Mississippi? A, Ernest Hemingway, B, John Steinbeck, or C, William Faulkner? Steinbeck? No, it was Faulkner. Dang it. Uh, he's known for books like The Sound and the Fury and As I Lay Dying. And I believe he has, well, he's obviously dead, but um, his house is in Oxford, Mississippi. Is that right. Yeah. All righty, Frey, are you ready for your five questions? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay. Question one. Which of the following words does not contain an example of diuresis? A, cooperate. B, reelect, or C, claim. I'm going to go with C, claim. That's correct. A diuresis, also known as a hiatus, is the separation of the sounds of two consecutive vowels that occur in adjacent syllables. And so, co cooperate, reelect. Question two. Teha is the most famous, sorry. Teha is most famous for constructing custom models of what computer accessory for esports players and streamers? A, keyboards, B, mice, or C, headphones? Okay, I've never heard of this ever, but it's keyboards, mice, and headphones? Yes. I've never been in the market for a keyboard before, so I'm gonna go with a keyboard. That's correct. Teja constructs all of his custom keyboards by hand on his Twitch stream, which is fittingly named Teja Types. I really hope I am pronouncing his name correctly. So Teja is not a company, but is in fact a, a person, person, apparently. Person. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that was a Mason question. Definitely not my area of expertise either. So question three, who is the youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl? A, Ben Roethlisberger, B, Patrick Mahomes, or C, Tom Brady? I really don't know. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. It was actually Ben Roethlisberger. He was Dang 23. It. He was 23 years old when he led the Steelers to victory at Super Bowl 40 in 2006. Mahomes was 24 when the Chiefs won in 2020, and Brady was also 24 when he led the Patriots to victory in Super Bowl 36 in 2002. I'm glad you got that question because I don't know anything about football at all. Um, <laughs> so I'll take all the Napoleon questions, and you get the football questions. Yeah, that doesn't. I don't like that deal. Yeah. Well, we'll try to even it out. You may have a sports question coming, Oliver. Oh, just kidding. You don't. Do uh, I have another? No, there's no, I don't think there's another sports question. Thank God. Well, there's this, actually, there's a sports adjacent question, but that's later on. Anyway. What is a, what is a, the, what do you hit a football with? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's what happens like next to a sporting event. <laughs> a tailgating <laughs> question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, question four. Which of the following singers is the top-selling female singer of all time in terms of record sales? A, 
Taylor Swift, B, Madonna, or C, Barbara Streisand? Oh my God. Um, it better be Madonna. It is. Madonna. Yes. Um, Madonna has the highest claim total sales of over 300 million records. Taylor Swift has sold over 200 million. Streisand has a meager 80 million, which um, on, Lucas's brother Matthew says, I could do better than that. Um, <laughs> I'd like as- to see him try. Yeah. Jokes aside, while Barbara Streisand and Taylor Swift aren't the official number ones, they each hold records in my heart, meaning Matthew Hauser's heart, not my heart, uh, for what that's worth. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Matthew. And finally, question five. NMR is an essential spectros- um, spectroscopy technique in the field of chemistry. What does each letter stand for? A, nuclear magnetic rotation. B, nuclear magnetic resonance or c nuclear molecular rotation like resonance i'm going to go with b that's correct yes all righty that's the end of round one so lucas can you please give us a score update we've got a tight race right now oliver's sitting at 30 points and frey has 40 points entering round two Before we get to the audience question, I wanted to put a bit of shameless self-promotion out there. In two weekends' time, November 18th through 21st, I will be singing the role of the Traveler in Benjamin Britten's opera Curlew River at USC here in Los Angeles. So, if you're in the area, please come on down and see the show. I put ticket information on my Instagram feed at mmmcook47, And there you can also find information about the live-streamed performances on that Friday and Saturday night if you are not in the L.A. area. So, now on to the audience question. And we're going to start a new thing with this. If you write in with the correct answer to the audience question, we will send you a Trivia Over Tea sticker. Now, we're still working on the design, but we hope to be able to share it with you soon and start sending out those stickers by the end of next week. So, here was last week's question. Eric Adams was elected New York City's mayor in yesterday's election. He will be the city's second black mayor. Who was the first? And the answer was David Dinkins. He was mayor from 1990 to 1993 after being the Manhattan borough president. And so, for this week's question... What composer of scores for Little Shop of Horrors, Aladdin, and The Little Mermaid, among many, many others, was awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2010? So again, send me your answer, and you may win a special Trivia Over Tea sticker, which will be sent to you in due course. Alrighty, now it is time for round two. So Lucas, can you please explain the rules? Round two consists of five questions directed to each player on the same topic. Correct answers are worth 20 points. If a player gets a question wrong, their opponent will have the chance to give the correct answer for 10 points. All righty. Oliver, your topic is going to be a film that premiered on November 10th, 1990. November 10th is the date that this podcast is being released. Um, That film is Home Alone. Have you seen oh, the film? Lord. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. I've seen like almost no movies at all. <laughs> all right. Well, it was, well, we'll see how this oh, goes then. Yeah. Um, question one. 
Home Alone was written and produced by John Hughes, whose other films include what 1986 film starring Matthew Broderick? Absolutely no idea. Um, 19, what film? 1986. 1986. Big name. Big name. And what's the actor's name again? Matthew Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. I, I have absolutely no guess whatsoever. Okay. Frey? Yes, this is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's correct. Um, most of Hughes's films are set in his hometown of Chicago. Question two. The main char- uh, character in Home Alone, Kevin McAllister, was played by what child actor? Again, absolutely no idea at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, Frey, do you know? Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, he was 10 at the time of the film's release, and he's now 41 years old. But he still looks 10. Question three. In the film, the McAllister family accidentally leaves Kevin behind as they fly to spend Christmas in what city? Uh, Miami. No. Frey? Paris. Yeah. Uh, Kevin's mom realizes mid-flight that they left Kevin behind at home. Question four. While home alone, Kevin defends his house from two burglars, played by Daniel Stern, and what actor, known for his roles in films like Goodfellas and Casino? Again, absolutely no idea. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Frey? I think this is the one where I I, I don't know this one either. Okay. Uh, This is Joe Pesci. Oh, Joe Pesci. Yeah. Kevin initially tricks the burglars into thinking his family is still home, but then they go ahead with their plan to burglarize the home after finding out that Kevin is, in fact, alone. What a smooth criminal, Joe Pesci. Yeah. Keeping my mind. And finally, question five. Originally hoping the film would be scored by Bruce, uh, Bruce Broughton, director Chris Columbus had Steven Spielberg help him contact whom to produce Home Alone's score? Big name. John Williams. That's correct. Uh, the tune Somewhere in My Memory was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Original Song in 1991. I almost texted you this week to ask if you had seen Home Alone. Yeah, I mean. So I apologize <laughs> yeah. for that. Um, I have to say, I'm not a huge Home Alone fan, but. It's been so long, you know, I'd forgotten that they'd gone to Paris. My, I w- if I was in that spot, I would have guessed New York um, because yeah. Home Alone 2 was in New, New York. York. The, sec- the second one does, I think. The oh. first one's in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, I just know that John from the Hughes. John Delaney joke. Mm. All righty. Well, Frey, your topic is going to be a famous birthday. Well, a famous way, 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 way back birthday. Um, Martin Luther was born November 10th, 1483. So, Boy, this is, is going to be very revealing or hopefully okay. Okay. As a Lutheran, I'll be very ashamed if I get many of these wrong. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, um, Lutheranism is not uh, the answer to any of the questions because I figured that would be oh, too easy. So Dang it. All right. Question one. Luther's 95 Theses is often considered the start of what Christian movement which saw the birth of Protestantism? Oh, the Reformation. That's correct. And Luther I was going to answer Protestantism in a minute. You said it. I was like, that's in the question. It's something Uh, else. (laughs) Luther is the namesake of the Lutheran denomination. Question two. Several several of the theses concern what Catholic practice that is described as a, quote, remission before God and a way to reduce the amount of punishment one has to undergo for sins. Indulgences. That's correct. 
Luther was upset by the offer of Pope Leo X to extend indulgences to anyone who would donate money to help rebuild St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. Luther's writings say that a soul in purgatory cannot be saved by money, and that money causes greed. Question 3. In 1521, Luther was declared a heretic by an edict of the Holy Roman Emperor and excommunicated from the Catholic Church at what event? At what event? Um, yeah. At what event? I, I don't know. I, okay, let's go with Easter Mass. No. No, that would have been something, but no, it was not Easter Mass. Uh, Oliver, do you know? At what event? I don't know. Christmas Mass. <laughs> no, this was, uh, this was a meeting of, of church officials called the Diet of Worms. Oh, yeah. The we Diet learned of Worms? In, yeah, the Diet uh, of I've Worms. I've literally never heard of this in my life. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a tough one. Uh, Luther was asked repeatedly to recant his criticisms of the church, but he refused to do so each time. And so he got the boot. Question four. The Luther Bible, on which he worked for most of his later years, was the first full translation of the Bible into what language? German. That's correct. Although there had been other translations of the Bible into German, Luther's was the first, which referenced the original Hebrew and Greek texts. It also helped to develop the modern High German language. And finally, question five. Luther was the author of numerous hymns, including what immensely popular one, whose German title is Ein fester Burg ist unser Gott. I don't know. Can you sing some of it? That might give it away. Um, could you repeat the title, please? Ein fester Burg ist unser Gott. A mighty fortress is our God. Yeah, that's correct. Oh my God. Uh, the hymn has been used by numerous composers, including uh, Bach, whose cantata number 80 is based on it. Alrighty, well, that's the end of round two. So, Lucas, can you please give us a score update? Yeah, Fraze extending his lead at the end of round two with 150 points, and Oliver's looking up with 50 points. Now it is time for round three. So, Lucas, can you please explain the rules? You bet. Round three is our second general knowledge round. There will be five questions for each player, and correct answers are now worth 30 points. Like in round two, if a player gets a question wrong, their opponent will have the chance to give the correct answer for 15 points. All righty. Oliver, are you ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. There are no Home Alone questions in this round, I promise. Uh, question one. What interstate highway passes through the state capitals of Virginia, West Virginia, and Kentucky? Uh... Oh, no. um, is it I-64? That's correct. It was through Richmond, Charleston, and Frankfurt. Yeah, on its that's, way the only, that's the only interstate that I know of because I wrote a piece about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Question two. Acorns are the fruit of which type of tree? Oh, I should know this. There's so many acorns around my house. Evergreens? No, not evergreens. Frey? Oak. Oak, yeah. Oh. There are about 500 types of oak trees in the world. All of them produce acorns. Question three. This year, the European Union has considered a measure that would make what type of port the standard charging port on all mobile phones? Uh, micro USB. Um, that might 
Mm, what did you say? What did you say? Micro USB. I'm wondering if that's, that's the different same. from. Is, uh, is the answer USB C? Yeah. Yeah. This is a USB C okay. charger. Okay. I don't know if it's a micro. The same thing as a micro USB. Um, Frey, would you have known that? I would have known. Well, that would have been my first guess. It was USB C? Um, yeah. Okay. I'll pretend that I didn't get it though. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Or like a micro USB though. I da, 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 da. I don't. Uh, a micro USB would not fit in my phone, but a USB C would. Okay, a USB so Type C different. is an oblong shaped plug and is slightly bigger than the micro USB. Okay. So, no, sorry. Um, yeah, but but Frey, you said you knew that, right? I did know that. Okay. Yeah. So we'll give you the points. Question four. In his setting of Ave Maria. Charles Gounod wrote the piece's melody to fit a prelude by what other composer? Bach. Yes, that's correct. It's a meditation on the first prelude um, of J.S. Bach, a slightly altered version of Bach's prelude number one in C major from book one of The Well-Tempered Clavier. And finally, question five. In October, an architect resigned in protest over a proposed dorm at what California university? UC Santa Barbara. That's correct. Charlie Munger, a billionaire and longtime deputy to Warren Buffett, donated $200 million to the university for a new dorm meant to solve the university's housing shortage. And the 11-story building is supposed to house 4,500 students, 94% of whom would not have a window in their room. Alrighty, Frey, are you ready for your five questions? I am. Let's go. Alrighty. Question one. What interstate highway has its northern terminus in Duluth, Minnesota, and then continues to the Canadian border as Minnesota State Route 61. I believe this is Interstate 94? No, it's not 94. No, it's, is it 90? Oh, excuse me. Is it I-95? No, this is I-35. Oh, um, are you kidding me? Yeah. Where does 94 go then? Is that the one that goes to the... It goes the... to Fargo, from Minneapolis to Fargo. Yeah, it goes through the Twin uh, Cities. Yeah. Okay. And then 90 goes along the southern part of the state through like Rochester. So, dang it. Yeah. Question two What common solvent is also used to remove nail polish? Um, common solvent. Um, nail polish remover is not the answer to this. Um, no, that's not what we're looking for. Do I need like a scientific name? Um, yeah. I'm going to go with isopropyl alcohol. No, it's not that, Oliver. Well, I was going to say baking soda until you said it's a science-y sounding name. Um, but I'm going to guess um, glycerol. <laughs> no, this is acetone. Acetone. Yeah. Acetone. Yeah. Which is, from what I'm seeing on Google, it's nail polish mover, but we were looking for the scientific -y name. I understand. Yeah. Question three. The Soviet designers of the city of Magnitogorsk modeled its steel plants after those in what Midwestern U.S. city located on the shore of Lake Erie? Um, is this Cleveland? Yep, that's correct. Okay. Question four. Who has played Dr. Meredith Grey, the title character of Grey's Anatomy, since its inception in 2005? I'm going to pass on this one. Okay. Oliver, do you know? Um... Said Sandra O. Oh. No, 
I no, know she that was, she is a character in that show. That's yeah, all I she, know. <laughs> she was a supporting character, um, and she departed the show some years ago. Um, Ellen Pompeo is the mm -hmm. title character. And the show is in its 18th season, and as of this recording, 384 episodes have aired, making it the longest-running drama ever for ABC. And finally, question five. In 2016, Time Incorporated purchased the rights to what early social media website that was once the main rival of Facebook? Um, is it MySpace? That's correct. All righty, that's the end of round three. So Lucas, can you please give us a score update? All righty, both players got 90 points in that round, which leaves Frey at 240 points and Oliver at 140 points, entering the fourth round. All righty, now it is time for round four. So Lucas, can you please tell us the rules? Round four is our showdown. The two players will be asked to write down their answers to the same three questions. Correct answers are worth 40 points. It's anyone's game here. Alrighty. Oliver, Frey, are you ready? Yeah, yep. one second. Okay, yeah. Alrighty. Question one. On November 10th, 1898, a biracial government was overthrown by a mob of white supremacists in what North Carolina city? Okay, do we have answers, guesses? Oliver? Wait, is it Green, Greensboro? Frey? I have Raleigh. It was actually Wilmington. Damn it. Yeah. I was like, I, knew, I almost said Winston-Salem, but I was like, I just started yeah, some was, college town somewhere, yeah. Yeah, this is Wilmington. Um, and it's now known um, by some accounts as the uh, Wilmington coup d'etat because it was mm -hmm. a duly elected government that was overthrown. And it was a response to the rise in black elected officials in the state toward the end of the 19th century. And in the aftermath, the state enacted major restrictions on black voters, ushering in the Jim Crow era in North Carolina. Question two. In the preface to his 1920 play, Heartbreak House, which Irish playwright acknowledged that he was greatly influenced by Anton Chekhov? Oliver? Absolutely no idea, so I just put James Joyce. Okay. Um, Frey? Um, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, but I put James Joyce as well. Oh. Um, it, that's not correct. Um, the correct answer is uh, George Bernard Shaw, who oh. of course also wrote Pygmalion, oh, yeah, heard that on name which before. My Fair Lady is based. Critics are divided on how much Chekhov influence there actually is in Heartbreak Hotel. And finally, question three. The modern marathon is based on the legend of what ancient Greek messenger who ran from Marathon to Athens in 490 BC? I'm just going to go with a quick no answer on this. <laughs> Jeez, I have no clue. Um, I also have no clue, but I just put Hermes. Uh, no, he was a messenger, but um, no, not the, uh, not the correct one. This is Pheidippides. <laughs> I, I heard right about the this story though, but yeah. like how it was how the how Marathon got its name. Yeah, yeah. He he supposedly ran from Marathon to Athens, a distance of approximately twenty five miles, to deliver the news of the victory at the Battle of Marathon, and he died after delivering his message. Yeah. The modern marathon is twenty six miles, three hundred and eighty five yards. So there you go. Thank you, Fidipides. And it's such a fun name to say. <laughs> that one I did practice beforehand. Yeah. So, 
Alrighty, that's the end of the game. So, Lucas, can you please give us the final score? Yeah, um, after round four, the score stood pat. We have Frey as our champion with 240 points and Oliver right behind him with 140 points. Well, congratulations, Frey. You are moving on to the semifinals of the tournament. Do you have anything that you would like to say? Um, I would like to say that I will be on time for the next one and okay. uh, <laughs> a very well-played match to Oliver. That's beautiful. Well, thank you both for being on the show today. Uh, and thank you, Lucas Hauser, for being our scorekeeper. Really appreciate it. And also to Mason Cook for composing the music. Today's questions were written by Sophie Wolbert, Caitlin Fick, Matthew Hauser, Lucas Hauser, Mason Cook, and yours truly. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. Check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Trivia Over Tea, as well as our Twitter account, also at Trivia Over Tea. And feel free to message us there if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show. And tune in next week when we'll have our next quarterfinal match and 33 more fantastic questions. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Thank you.